0: Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Films in Black and White. My name is Doug. And I am Marcus. And we are super excited you're joining us for episode 12. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The return of the podcast, which...
1: Is that, isn't and then again, we've returned twice now.
0: We've returned twice, which implies yeah. that we've left twice and returned twice. Like a deadbeat um, daddy. But for the faithful five, mm-hmm. we've gone nowhere.
1: Mm-hmm. So like magic.
0: Yep, that's right. We're we're not we're not going we're not going anywhere at all. Oh man! Yeah, this is a movie review episode. Yeah, Um, we're going to spend some time talking about the Lovebirds a little bit later. But before we do that, let's just do a quick let's just do a check in and and see how we're doing. There's a, I I mean, I I think for most of our listeners and in this case viewers um, are probably readily aware of what's been happening. Um, across the country and specifically um, up in Minneapolis has just been some craziness and just some yeah. s- some really upsetting shit. Just to be honest, is been the best way to put it. So, Marcus, how are you? How are you doing? Um, it's been a long week, even though technically Monday was a holiday. So, how are things
1: going for you? Um, in all honesty, things have been just uh, tough. Uh, like I mentioned before it's been a It's been one hell of a week um very I' just been very sad um it's, cause these things when these things happen and they unfortunately have happened multiple times different faces different names um you know it gets kind of tough because especially in the context of Vermilion and where we live i I get times I told my mom today I was like I get scared to go outside um i just I like to go directly either to their house to Walmart can't stay in there too long um, you know, and then come back home. I don't like, and, you know, obviously go to work, but you know, it gets very, very sad and you just get kind of more cautious because you never know what people think, how they feel, even in, 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 areas of, okay, maybe they're not racist, but they just disagree with how things are being handled. And then they kind of reflect all that energy towards you. Um, so you just never know how people feel. So it's been a, it's been a very heavy week, I think is the best word that I can say. Just, I had to stop looking at, the news, no matter what app I was going through and we're in quarantine. So it's like, you really can't do much. So, um, at one point I was like, I just want to delete everything. But then that disconnects me from everything. And that hides me from the truth and the reality of life. And I can't run from that. So, um, and I can't stop my life. I have to keep going, have to keep pushing. So it's, it's been a really rough week, a lot of praying. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. It's been tough. How about you?
0: Um, yeah, I would say it's been a weird week. Um, and I say, and I use the word weird because, um, I'm fully aware or I try to be aware, um, of the privilege that my identity affords me. Um, and I try really hard when these incidences happen, not to make it about me with my statement. Hmm. Like I, 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 I get really nervous about this type of stuff just to be entirely transparent. Um, I get very nervous about making any type of statement on Facebook or Twitter or anything like that um, because I'm worried that people are going to think in the back of their head that it's not genuine. Mm -hmm. So what I've been really struggling with over the course of the week is how can I genuinely show show support, excuse me, how can I genuinely show that support for people that I care about, for you and your family. um, You guys are very, very close to me and people I, I care about dearly. Um, I carry very, very, very much about the equity and the equality for all, um, and, and especially those who have been disenfranchised and, and murdered at a rate that is just horrifying to address and to talk about openly. I've been struggling to figure out how to make a statement that that's genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I try to give people their space and I don't, I don't try to do too much, but but that's that's kind of where my at, I'm at. Um, my heart breaks for the city of Minneapolis. Um, I I was born in Baltimore, Maryland. I lived in Houston for about four years before we moved up to the twin cities. So twin cities has always been home for me. Um, I was saying to Marcus and I've said to others that, uh, I went to high school about half a mile away, aware from where that, that man was, was murdered by Minneapolis police department. So, um, it's been weird because I watched those places and I have memories of driving by and I have memories of all of it. Um, that are now, they're not tainted, but they're just through a different lens. So yeah, yeah it's been a weird week. Um, I don't, I, yeah, I hope that all makes sense, but that's- no. Yeah, I think, well, makes, that's
1: I, think it, I think it makes perfect sense. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit more, I try my best to be, uh, I'm not gonna say lenient cause that makes it seem like I'm in a position of power to be that, um, to be more open-minded and mindful. Mm-hmm. of uh where I am the context of where I am. And so a lot of posts go around about and we had this discussion before which is really crazy um yeah. when we had the forum about um activists and allies and the importance of activists and allies and like how I'm not an activist although I may be able to articulate myself and word things in a way that sound powerful and meaningful I never consider myself an activist and the thing about me Marcus Destin is that <clears throat> I do look to my non um My my friends and family of non-color, to to say something, you don't have to necessarily agree with me directly. We can can agree to disagree peacefully. Um, But, you know, all I ask is, I'm not asking you to be an activist. Just recognize when wrong is wrong. That's like, that's it. That's the bottom line. And so, like, I'm not going to ask you to get into politics. I'm not going to discuss your personal whatever your personal preference is like because that really doesn't mean anything you know what i'm saying like you really got to get to know people's heart and people's um you know inner workings um to be honest and so you know i get it i think for me the most important thing to kind of answer your question in my way is um you know the thing about doug is i always tell like i tell people like you know he's got a good heart and he he does things with you know with great intentions um And, you know, he'll be there, but everybody's not the same with their support. You know, Doug will support you. Like, if you need something, you tell me, and then I'll do what I can. Um, Other people will feel like they have to type, oh, shoot, have to type, like, a book on Facebook in order to prove that they get it. Um, And when you talk about genuine love, you never really know. Like, I got a message from um, somebody from USD. I don't want to put his name out there, but um, somebody from USD just telling me how you know, they recognized it and that they appreciate me. And although we haven't known each other a long time, like it was a, a worker at the university. And, you know, that, that little that little moment, that little transaction meant a lot um, because I didn't have to ask for it. I'm not going to beg for love. And, and this is not about me. This is not about the attention and saying, like, me trying to be the black friend and none of that. It's not about that. Um, just recognizing wrong is wrong. It, it's just a sad world that we live in. Things have to change. Um, it's happening during a time where literally – all eyes are glued to the TV, trying to get updates for one thing. And then this whole other thing pops off and it's kind of like, well, here we go. So, um, you know, it's one of the things I thought about today was like, I'm grateful that my family is leaving. It does not mean that they can run from it because they're leaving a predominantly white area, of course. But um, it makes me feel a little bit safer because in these smaller towns, we're more easy to point out. Um, but now it doesn't seem like size really matters anymore because it, like you like you mentioned before, it doesn't just happen on the East and the West Coast. It's in middle America, middle of America, whatever you want to call it. It's happening everywhere now. So, right. you know, I think, just a hard week.
0: Yeah, and, and I think just to kind of echo your sentiment and, and share it with everybody just for a moment is um, I think for far too long, the people of the Midwest have gotten away with this this nice this niceness that they that they that they cling to as an identity like you know we're nice like you know well if you need something we'll let you know like we're always going to say hello like I I think that especially in the way I was like where I grew up like I think that there's a lot of that that floats around and I think we've gotten away with that for too long and I think that that's made us (sighs) blind to racism that's deeply ingrained and sewn into society on every level so I am sad to see your family go, but I can entirely understand that sentiment of, I'm kind of glad they're leaving. Um, and so, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Hard week, definitely a hard week,
1: but Uh, don't lose focus. Um, for those of you that are listening, don't lose focus. Um, keep your hope up, keep your head up, keep hopes high. Um, Mm -hmm. I was talking to my mom and we both were on the same page of we can't stop living. Mm -hmm. um although i do get afraid at times to go out and um, like i get afraid of how this little area like regardless of how many people may know me and like know me from different and various things i'm still black at the end of the day um and so to some that comes with a different connotation to some i am one of the good ones which is a term i don't agree with but um i'm still black and like if you love me you have to love all of me films in black and white is like revolves around me being black and it's mm-hmm. my identity but the stuff that comes with that is like me and doug regardless of skin color we both enjoy the same thing some of the same things like obviously we don't agree on everything we're not like that's but that's part of yeah. human nature and right. so like you know keep pushing keep going um keep fighting um yeah. there's some sure. things that i disagree with that i won't go into this because obviously this is not that podcast, as we always say, it's the say that every time. It's the margarita. It's usually after
0: spending a long time on a political <laughs> stuff that we we go. This isn't a political podcast, <laughs> but but yeah.
1: yeah, it's like the sprinkle of like uh parmesan cheese when the waiter's not paying attention. Like, tell me when and he's like, I said, when ten minutes ago, and you're still. Oh, whoops! Like, oh, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, forgot. Sorry, um but you know there, you know there's certain things that I don't agree with how we handle things um or how things are being handled, but that's just personal preference. Um, and I, and I get it that people are in a place where they're fed up and they're tired. So I have, I come with an open mind, an open heart, um, whatever, as long as you have a loving heart and the things that you say don't come off as hateful, spiteful, um, that you're not, um, denying the way that things are and the injustices and stuff like that. We can rock and we can have a conversation, but if you're going to come off rude and stuck in your ways and you're not, you like, you got a whole lot of ego coming with you. I'm cool. You can unfollow me you can because I'm gonna be me at the end of the day. So like, right. you can follow me. Stop listening to the podcast. Like just listen to Doug's half and then like you can mute my half whenever I talk <laughs> and then listen to his half again. But like whatever it is you feel like you got to do, I'm not going to stop being me. Um, You know, that's just the way God blessed me to be. So that's, yep. that's all I got right now. Yep. All I like
0: The last thing I'll finish with before we get into the meat and the potatoes is um, don't uh don't underestimate the power i mean i think a lot of times and especially with the way recent again this is not a political podcast but this is a political statement um with the way that our most recent elections have gone mm-hmm. people i think underestimate the power of one voice um and while yes one voice may not matter on a national scale it matters a whole fuck of a lot um on a local level yeah, um, and, yeah. and and being being the type of person who will and it doesn't have to be something flashy you can just give your time like it's not about what you say i i I firmly believe that um actions are loud actions speak much louder than words do um talk is cheap i think it's all at at the end of the day what you're willing to do and how you spend your time so for me i think for anybody who is listening if this is the inspiration for you to maybe volunteer your time in a food bank in a way to improve your community Hell, then that's then that's fine. And that's what we have. to, And that's it is. And we hope things get better and we want them to get better. But it takes all of us working in one way or another to do that. Um, So, you know, don't don't give up. Don't give up hope um, and just, you know, figure out what you can do and what you're comfortable with doing and and do that. But you're going to have to figure that out for yourself. So
1: and if you don't know how to be an ally, all you can do is try. And, yep. for those, and don't be afraid. There are no real gatekeepers to tell you, yes, you're doing it right. or Yes, you're doing it wrong. Make the attempt. And somebody hopefully will be there to correct you if it's wrong. I'd rather get it wrong 100 percent and somebody correct me as opposed to me tiptoeing and getting it wrong and not want to be corrected. Yeah. Like um, if you don't know how, sometimes I don't know how to other communities that need. But all I can right. do is just be myself. And sometimes I have to just shut up and listen. Like, I don't know the things to say. I don't have the right words and I don't have to make a post. Like, sometimes I just don't talk because I don't feel like it's my space. And that is also just as powerful as saying, as somebody else who can say something and change the world, in my opinion. That's always gonna be my opinion. Like, I'd rather you sit back, say, and admit, like, to yourself, like, I honestly don't know what to say, this is wrong. If that's all you gotta say, cool. Um, and, and, And that's it, you know what I'm saying? If you don't know how to be an ally, Just attempt, make the attempt. It's better than not because we need allies. Like we're, we're always going to be people of color, um, the disenfranchised, like all of us, like anybody that falls into that, that category are always going.
0: What's up everybody. We need to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Have you heard about anchor? You haven't. Let me tell you, it is the easiest way to record a podcast. What makes it so easy? Well, first off it's free. So right out of the gate. That's a plus. Second, it's got great tools to make creation and editing from your phone or computer super, super smooth and super, super fun. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you want to make the jump and start your own, po- own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Now back to our show.
1: Going to be in a position where we feel like we're always talking, but when you all, when sometimes with those with privilege or in the in whatever, whether it's a male privilege or whatever the case may be, um, say something. Sometimes it just echoes a little bit louder. Sometimes and it goes a little bit further. So, yeah, sure.
0: So this is going to be a really weird transition, but movies are a great opportunity to... I don't know why I did this. I don't know why either. I, I was like, microphone. Um, but this is a great opportunity for us uh, to kind of use movies as a little bit of a distraction. This movie was, this week, was really, really good. Before we get into the movie and kind of giving it a rundown, we like to just kind of highlight some movie news from around the world, uh, I guess, the United States, whatever. Um, So we're this week We normally would have done a top two We wanted to give a little more time to our previous topic So Marcus what's your What's your big story this week You know down to one
1: My biggest story this week um, Which actually broke maybe a couple hours This morning no, last night. I think it made it. I think it was right. this morning is when I saw it, but. Made have been this morning. Um, either way, broke within the last 24 hours. Henry Cavill has just signed on to do multiple, um, to continue as Superman, basically, but it'll come in a package of he'll be doing cameos. So kind of imagine what The Incredible Hulk was doing, except. Um, with superman so he'll appear so this was already something that was already in the works which is why i believe henry cavill was just so quiet this whole time um but essentially where you could see him they had a list of movies that actually was he's predicted to be in and so they talked about shazam 2 he's not going to be in black adam but he could be in shazam 2 as a major movie role it's either and these roles are either cameos or they're like uh like a um assisting role like the next character in there so but he just won't be like man of steel too it'll be he'll be a assisting character but they said that he can either appear in aquaman 2 um shazam the next suicide squad movie or which i thought was really interesting the batman which is the next the one with robert pattinson so you know i think they're going to go off of the successes of um this zack snyder's cut and they're going to see how well people receive Zack snyder's version of superman because they always wanted to bring him back on on the on the big yeah. screen so this is the time to do it so i thought sure. that was pretty good and it's a multi-movie deal so he's back in blue and i enjoy henry cowboy uh he might be one of my favorite. he's a good superman we haven't seen yeah. him do much with it um yeah. because of everything that has happened with dc but he's really good so i enjoy it
0: i really liked man of steel like i yeah. thought that was really really good yeah. um and i would agree with you I- i'm excited to get more from him i think he's a good actor Um, I really liked him in The Witcher, which was a really great Netflix series. I
1: still didn't watch that. I liked him in Mission Impossible, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's just kind of, he's been good all around. So Um, my big piece of movie news is that Sonic the Hedgehog is getting a sequel. Um, They officially announced they're working on that. Um, Again, we shouldn't be super surprised. Um, I think that movie, uh, the first Sonic the Hedgehog, I hadn't seen it, but from what I've heard was really well received by fans and that people really, really liked it and that was solid. Um, I think the other thing is is that it had a really good following behind it because uh, there was this first release of the Sonic character rendering and it That's looked scary. like something nightmares were made out of. Um, and Man. so they redid it and they re, and I think fans appreciate it like, hey, thanks for listening. Like, that was for dog sure. shit. Thanks for fixing it. So <laughs> um, I think they have a good following. So I'd be interested to see what it looks like going sure. forward and what they could do um once i see the first one i can probably give a little bit more in depth but thought that was an interesting highlight because everything else movie news wise and this is like a half of announcement um is about hbo max launching yesterday yeah Yeah. um everything else is what's leaving what's there what does that happen so and we can save that for next week
1: but yeah so yeah i think we should take a look at hbo max i asked my dad today because i didn't know how it worked i was like did you get hbo max and he was like it's on hulu and i was like oh i don't i don't know how that works but right We'll figure it out. So yeah, we'll take yeah. a look at that, dive into it, kind of give you the rundown of what that looks like and Perfect. what's up there. Uh, maybe next week. So yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. know What I'm saying. Yeah. So
0: this week's movie is the Lovebirds, starring um, Issa Rae, Issa Rae and the. off oh, I watched
1: it yesterday. The man's name, Kumail Nanjiani. Sorry. Yeah, I just didn't. I knew it, but I didn't want to mispronounce okay. it. <laughs> uh, I was like, "What the hell is his name?" I left it. I left it to Doug. Yeah. Um. You know how I know it? He's huh? a he did stand up, and
0: I listened to it a couple times, and I just remember the announcer saying his name. Ah. The announcer's not going to get it wrong. Um. Good point. Anyway, um. So that was our movie for this week. Um. I picked the movie, so I get to pick the grading scale that movies are evaluated on. Okay. Um. I believe that this movie is kind of a. Like an action rom-com kind of, okay. a little bit is the best way I would describe it. So I'm going to give you. So I'm going to kind of use rom-coms and as sort of my like, like my range. Okay. All right. So the best sort of romantic movie that I've seen that I really really like is Kevin Smith's Chasing Amy. Um, it's okay. a great movie. Um, I think it's a it's well done. The script is awesome. It was just a really well done story. It's got Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and Jay and Silent Bob are in it, so it's in Kevin Smith's universe, um, and it's really, really good. And if you haven't seen it, I strongly recommend it. The, the The bad side is where people, I feel like, are gonna are gonna come for me again, and I don't think they're
1: gonna come for me in the same way. That, that Scientologists and Rick Ross came for you, and uh, the they, rock? they you were, have a way of making enemies on this podcast. I just. I, want you to know. I, I, yeah,
0: we're getting the Snyder Cut released and we're alienating ourselves entirely from modern Hollywood. Um, I really just have never liked Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I've never liked it. Oh, It's never been my favorite movie. It's one of those where I'm like, God damn it. Like, it's just, it just <laughs> bugged me so much.
1: You so know I'm, what's funny? The, the, the funny thing when you, say, when you say that title, it's not like I'm upset. But I'm also like, oh, come on. That was like a, that was a thing. Like it was, it right. was all right. It was okay.
0: I mean, it was okay. I just, there's, I just never, I remember watching it and going like, ugh, I just, yeah. I wanted it to be over. So yeah, it's never really been on my like top 10 list. Um, and I think it's also because at that time, like that was when like Brad and Angelina Jolie were like a big deal. and I The was
1: hottest people. things in Hollywood fucking over
0: it and I was like this is just annoying. Brad Jolino. Brad Gelina. Um cuz what was the other one? Jennifer Aniston and who's the other one?
1: No. Uh, he... No, it was it was Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt. I thought yeah. then he left Jennifer Aniston. They met on that set and then Angelina Jolie and Brad Lee got Brad Brad Pitt got together. See, Something. I didn't even know. Who it's... knows? Yeah. Who knows? Anyway,
0: um so yeah so that's my range that's so on the good range. end chasing Amy on the bad end Mr. and Mrs. Smith
1: is there a middle is there a middle movie for you like a middle rom-com of you know I really like the movie love actually is that uh, who is it's, that who's
0: in that? it's um it's it's kind of like a British movie it's got um Bill Nye the guy who plays um Bill Nye the science guy. Davy jones oh whoops that british British actor um and then it's got hugh grant and it's got i'm trying to think of some other names it's got alan rickman who played professor snape so it's an english movie like so it's got a lot of british actors and it's set predominantly in london um but it's really good like i really really like it it's a sweet story people consider it a christmas movie because it kind of happens around christmas so Mm -hmm. um you might see it peak its head up more um, when the calendar turns to december
1: yeah. It's two movies I haven't seen on that three movie uh, yeah. range. So I need to go, probably go watch those. Yeah. Probably go watch those. Okay. Yeah. So uh, The Lovebirds
0: um, is about an hour and a half. It was really short, actually. Yeah. I was genuinely yeah. surprised when I saw the runtime. But Marcus, you usually give us a rundown. Give us the synopsis. Give us the Marcus Destin synopsis.
1: I bet. So, boom. Here we go. Um, basically what you got in this movie is you have these two um you have this couple um and the movie hold on put a pause in there when we give a synopsis what kind of synopsis you want you want a synopsis of the whole movie or just a rundown of the whole movie
0: i think taught like main plot points i don't think because i think it's like we're going to give a synopsis then we're going to do you know what worked what
1: didn't Okay. What I always like to. I never know what the what the fans yeah. want. You know, the faithful yeah. five. If you, you no know, okay. fans, faithful five fans, give us a recommendation. You know, you know, tweet us, get at us, let us know what you think. All right, uh, that's a tweet town. Um, so, know. boom, here we go. Love, uh, love, actually, Jesus Christ. Um, boom, lovebirds. Here's what happened in lovebirds. You got these two people, right? They fall in love at the beginning of the movie. The movie starts off with them having a hookup, okay? They come, they come out the door. They kind of feeling each other after the hookup. Obviously, it was bomb as hell. So, you know, he's looking at her. She's looking at him. He's like, yo, we should just go catch something to eat. Whole video, the front, front of the movie is a montage, all right? It's a montage of them falling for each other. Boom, bam, boom. You can tell it's all heaven. is peaches and cream and kisses and cookies, all right? What was that, four months later? four years four years later four years later they're still living together and now of course it's an argument this scene opens up with an argument they're arguing over little things but the arguments are funny because i'll go into i'll go into that later they're arguing over little things um and, and it's just a thing so on their way to this party for both of their friends right um they're going their way to this party um they're fighting on the way as they're headed to the party, they break up with each other in the car. He's like, damn, this, you know, this wasn't working. She's like, yeah, this wasn't working for a long time either. I was like, all right, boom. So then all of a sudden they hit this person on the bicycle. Boom, hit the person on the bicycle. He's like, oh man, they get out, check on the guy. He's like, oh man, he gets up, he goes, they get his phone. He keeps going. They keep going, they're like, man, is everything okay? This guy comes out the woodwork, says, oh, I'm a cop, you know what I'm saying? I got to use your car. They go, they say, oh, no, get him, officer. They chase him down, chase the guy down on the bicycle. He hits the guy with the car, runs over him like five times, okay, and then gets up out the car, um, and he gets a phone call. Oh, here's the sirens, and he jets off, all right? They get caught in the alleyway of where the dead body is, the bicyclist. okay? Get caught in the dead body, people catch him. They start running. They go, whoo, they take off because obviously it'll, it's going to look bad. So they take the off. running noise uh, is perfect. Oh, you know, I, I, I try my best. Um, they take off and then the whole movie is just surrounding the fact of them trying to figure out this crime as well as figure out and maneuver their relationship um, at the same time and kind of go back to why they really fell in love with each yep. other. Um, and really, that's that's really the whole synopsis of yeah. the film. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, spot on. Yeah, I mean, it's thank really, you, you. I mean if we had to boil that down, it's really a, uh, I don't have sound effects like you do. I didn't, I didn't hook them up today. Um, Ah. it's really like a, I mean, it's really a, it's really, I think the, it's almost like the murder and trying to figure out what that's about is an afterthought. And they spend more time, you spend more time really exploring these two, trying to figure out like what their relationship is all about. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I thought your synopsis was really, really good. Um, So for me, I think getting into the next thing of like what worked and, and and how things went, I gotta be honest. I really think what worked for this particular movie was, I really think it was written genuinely well. Um, I I, I think that the plot was really, really solid. Um, There were several things about the, just the beats and how it paced itself. It didn't go too fast. It was believable that this happened over the course of a night. And I Mm -hmm. thought being set in new Orleans was perfect because from what I've heard, I've never been, but that that city's always bumping. There's always something happening. Yeah. So I thought that the setting was really good. I thought it was really well written. Um, and overall, just in, I really liked how the jokes delivered. And so um, yeah, shout out to the writers. Thought this was really kind of put together well and, and pieced together
1: well. Yeah, I will say um for my thing that was good i think first of all i'll tie these two in together representation um representation is very important for me so i think that the two lead actors being people of color and then also the pairing was not a usual pairing of it wasn't yeah. like um you know a black woman white man or vice versa it was like yeah. you have this mm, indian man yep correct I'm really sure indian man i don't want to get it wrong rather I um think and then he has funny actually but that's okay Okay. Um and and then you have um Issa Ray who's a black woman and you have this interesting pairing of a couple which you don't typically see a lot, not on TV. Um but then outside of that the casting I thought was very well just of once again kinda going into what you just said, the execution of the jokes. Um what is what is his name again? Kumail Nanjiani. Nanjiani. I'm gonna call him Nanji. Non- okay. No, I'm going to call him Nanjiani. So Nanjiani, I don't, I don't know. if. Hey, whatever I, you got to do to get through it. <laughs> I'm struggling here. Um, Nanjiani, um, the way that he delivers his jokes and his monologues that he goes on <laughs> are just very <laughs> out there. Yeah. But the way that he, and then, the, then you look at the way Issa Rae delivers her jokes and the way that she delivers her acting schemes and her cadence of things. Yeah. They paired with each other well. Um, And I think that they make jokes about the way that they talk and about the jokes in the movie as well. So I really enjoyed the casting as well as the actors um, for just, it was just very good chemistry between the two to execute this movie. I thought it was really good.
0: Yeah. My favorite joke in the whole movie was they're in the diner and he's looking at the milkshake thing and he's like, (laughs) why did they bring this?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You say like, oh, we made extra. They don't do that in any other thing. It's like, <laughs> oh, we made some extra spaghetti. Here's the rest of the plate. Like, they make you the exact amount. Which, so. which, was,
1: uh, which was a good point. And then when they get in the car, she's like, oh, uh, look, let's not do this milkshake monologue thing again. Because i was doing the same thing about the lighter, the cigarette lighter in the right. car. So right. I thought that was pretty good.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a, a really good joke. Um, other things I liked about the movie, uh, I thought the suspense was really, really good. I mean, um, I think some of the turns that it took, was really, really interesting, Um, Mm. especially whatever that masked party was. (laughs) I did not see that coming at all. Um, So I really kind of appreciated some of the twists and turns um, that the movie took over the course. Um, I think if I had to isolate it though, into my favorite scene, I think my favorite scene was when they actually get to the party of their friends.
1: Uh, oh yeah yeah
0: and I think the thing that really moved this plot and this discussion along um, about their relationship and where they were at um was when she said oh we we broke up and her friend is like oh really why
1: mm-hmm. like
0: you guys she was like why not we were fighting all the time and it's just like yeah but you you always seemed really really solid and you seemed like you had a lot of chemistry in the um i think she even says what the sex was really great like Mm -hmm. um so i think it was just interesting because he's on the other end trying to like size up this dude Mm -hmm. um he's jealous of um and i thought it was just a really interesting scene in a really interesting setting and thought it was really good that moved the plot along so
1: yeah i i I have to agree that that was probably that was the it scene for the movie um uh Probably, probably one of the best scenes in there. I think if we're gonna go trying to isolate a scene, I think the way that, first of all, this scene was great because they both found out a perspective about each other. Like you never really know how somebody thinks of you until you hear it from other people, right? And so the guy Keith was like, no, she talks about you a lot. Like you're a good guy, like, you know, she, you know she really thinks highly of you and all of this and the third, but, and the crazy thing was they just never told each other so and and i think that that's really you you make these assumptions about um your significant other or even your friends and be like well you know i think highly of this person that's why i make the decisions that i do Little do you know this person thinks so highly of you they're making other decisions and y'all are just kind of missing each other and so i thought that that was pretty dope but i think my favorite scene was the one where they actually turn themselves in um and the and the police chief is like we've been looking for you all night no the camera you know the camera footage said that y'all didn't do it which is in any other movie my mind has been so conditioned to know they have to run this is the right thing to do but the reality is no there's a lot more technology available that could prove you innocent (laughs) than prove you guilty so i thought that was pretty good
0: well especially like in a city like in new new orleans where you have you know during mardi gras is just shit they have cameras everywhere
1: yeah yeah
0: so yeah i thought that was a really interesting twist um yeah probably plugging a spoiler alert somewhere in there too late already crossed it um yeah i think i i really like the whole i really liked the whole movie i really yeah. just i think after um i think you made it said it best i think what this movie is is it's just lighthearted and fun um yeah. and there's really i mean yeah the topic is a little serious because it's about a breakup mm-hmm. um but i think overall it's just a lighthearted, fun movie yeah. um i i think and this is an interesting question I have for you. Okay. Um, so obviously this is about a relationship that is perceivably not working. Mm-hmm. Marcus, do you believe that a healthy relationship is, does, is do you think they had a real healthy relationship with the way in which that they were operating?
1: Yes. Okay. Wow. Well, not in they weren't operating in the correct way because they just weren't communicating so no in that right. sense but yes they had a healthy relationship because yeah. everybody argues yeah um, and the funny thing about about that was their arguments always revolved around do you really think we can win the amazing race like right. and it was <laughs> and that was the whole start right. of the, of the movie uh you know what I'm saying and so right. um i think that i think that if you can communicate with your significant other or your friends or whatever the case it may be yeah. and although we don't know how sometimes we don't know how to communicate. Um, I think you make the attempt and you just be honest because they have to find these things out in the heat of everything of like, yeah. you never believed in me. And, and he's like, no, I've always believed in you and I've always loved you. And that's why I feel this way about things. And so yeah. instead of finding these things out in the heat of it all, where yep. it may be too late um, or your life is on the line or whatever the case may be, like if you can find a way to articulate these things, you know however couples are because everybody communicates differently however you communicate things i think that was fine i think they just argue over things and sometimes arguments get so petty and so mundane and redundant that you just be like i'm tired of arguing about the same shit." but honestly it just takes one conversation to change the argument and everybody would be maybe not okay but better than what they were
0: yeah their silly arguments reminded me a (laughs) lot of britney and i like the whole you really think we could win the amazing race Because I'll say shit to Britney sometimes where it's like, fuck, what was, I mean, I'm trying to think back. She's like, oh, I remember when COVID started, I said like, oh, I'm going to do, you know, burpees for everybody who died from COVID just to try to recognize it. And she goes, are you sure that's a good idea? I'm like, yeah, I can absolutely do that. Like, there's shit like that. In the world? What? In the world, no, just in the United States. I would have been. I would still be doing them if it was the world. <laughs>
1: That's the um,
0: but yeah, I said that. I said that shit, and I do that all the time. I'll be like, I bet I could pick that up. Yeah. Like, like, and I just say things yeah. to her, and she's like, "You're ridiculous." So I think that that just kind of exists. But yeah, I agree with you. I think that this is. I, I think the relationship was healthy. I think their communication probably could have been a little bit better. um But yeah, I thought that was just an interesting thought on it all, and just to hear your thoughts. Um, do you,
1: what, anything about this movie you didn't like? What didn't, um, let me see what I didn't like. I feel like the scene, okay, first of all, the, the scene with the senator and yes. his wife Yep, seemed very random, I understand, oh, yeah. but it was just like, it never connected back. To anything of importance, outside the fact that they were at the major orgy. Like, yeah.
0: well, another. Outside, other than the outside of that,
1: I didn't uh, I didn't get that. And then what the group was about, maybe the, I wasn't supposed to dive deep into that group, but yeah. they kept saying the name, and the name seemed pretty important, but nobody ever was like, the cop at the end didn't say, oh, we know about this group, such and such and such. They do bop, 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 and they're involved in this, that, and the third. I would have right. been like, got it. But instead, yeah. they were like, you assume that it was one Senator involved. So everybody who has a mask on is obviously a big wig because there's a Senator involved. Right. Yeah. But you have to honestly think about that. If you don't take that kind of context and be like, Oh, okay. I see that. Obviously this is like a Illuminati type sex orgy, big group thing. So that was one thing I, I, you know, whatever. The scene was funny with the bacon grease and the horse. That was funny, but um, it was just yeah. like it was, it was missing yeah. somewhere.
0: Yeah, I got to be honest. I, I completely agree with you about the whole, like, Illuminati organization. I think they could have easily – I mean, it was only about an hour and a half. So, I mean, they could have easily extended it five minutes to just maybe some quick cuts or maybe there's – they found that symbol somewhere else. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, I just feel like there could have been something else there to explain – I mean, I suppose the 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 scene where they were in the the frat apartment mm-hmm. um, and all those kids were stuffing pictures i suppose that was supposed to kind of give you the sense that these were big wigs uh-huh. but i think it just it, when movies are when the subject matter was like primarily their relationship it yeah. seemed like that detail got lost and if it's not important then why do it is yeah. i guess my my question um because otherwise I mean, all they did was just infiltrate a pe- people who get off on having sex in the theater. Like, there's I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing, there are no stakes here yeah. for the blackmail. So you're kind of saying, like, oh, well, they must be important. I don't yeah. know. I just would have
1: liked to see maybe something else, like. But it was the same thing with the bicyclist, too, though. Right. Because um, we never got any more information about it. The cop was like, that was my friend. And he. Yeah. He, they said he did, he got greedy or whatever the case may be. Right, he
0: was my business also,
1: partner. Yeah, they was like, um, the only person I ever trusted was Sharonda or whatever. And I was like, who the hell is that? And I was like, that felt so random. But right. maybe that was the joke. But I just felt like yes. it was some missing pieces in there. Like, what did the bicyclist do to violate things to get him killed? You
0: never got his name. He was just called Bicycle for the entire Yeah.
1: Movie. Well, no, I, I thought, well, maybe they didn't say it.
0: I don't remember. Maybe they it. didn't say
1: it. Maybe they didn't say it. Yeah. That was just, it was like missing pieces in there, but also I get it that they're not pieces that are directly related to anything. Yeah. So I get that too.
0: Yeah. Not enough for it. I think the movie to be ruined, but I think that if we, if I had done it differently, I probably would have, I don't know. I would have put something else in there. Maybe just a, not like blatant exposition where someone like looks at the camera and's like, this is why this is important, but maybe yeah. just a couple of scenes to try and bridge that a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think something that could have been really cool is if they had done as they're getting ready to go out, you could almost have had like, as the credits are going like sort of a shot by shot, like they're getting ready to go to their friend's apartment, the bike guy on the bicycles, putting all his stuff to get on his bike. Mm-hmm. And then that's how they sort of meet up like mm-hmm. that kind of been a sequence, yeah. But I think anything to try and just offer a little bit more information would have been helpful. So, yeah.
1: but once again, with it being a film, I think this is supposed to get released in the theater. I think
0: it might have been. I mean, it was a, it was a paramount movie. Mm-hmm.
1: So I think it was perfect for Netflix, though, to be honest. Oh, yeah. um, an hour, something quick to watch if you just want something. Now, if you would have put this in the movies, I don't think it would have done as well with mm-hmm. the context and the thematics of the movies. Like, oh, right. you wasted time putting this on the big screen. But Netflix, I felt like this was perfect for Netflix. I could even do a little sequel. Um, nothing too much longer. Yeah. But, you know, it was cool. It was yeah. cool.
0: It was enough to turn on if you wanted it to be, we watched it uh, two nights ago on Tuesday night. Um, We watched it in the house just on a Tuesday night. But if this was like a random Friday and I was like, what do you want to watch? And this came up, I'd be like, absolutely. So, and I will say that this movie was like, this, so my, here's the last thing I'm going to say that didn't work. And this is my, my main beef. I got Netflix. You and I are going to have a conversation. Sit down. So here's, here's, here's the conversation between Netflix and I. Turn your goddamn
1: auto trailers off. <laughs> you Turn can off. do that. You can do that. You can? I think you can. I think oh, you what I the think fuck? they have a feature like that. Yeah, I think you have to Google it. Okay,
0: I'm gonna have to Google that because that trailer <laughs> gave away 98% of your movie. That's but, true. And because and I know that because Britney started watching the trailer and she like when the trailer got done she was like chuckling and she looks at me and she goes okay we got to watch this now like she was like super hyped about it and i'm glad she was cuz we watched it together but it was one of those things where i was like god damn yeah like that whole scene with the horse and the bacon grease i was yeah. like all right well this was i all- know how this
1: is yeah so here's the thing i didn't watch the trailer didn't watch anything about it yeah. and i didn't know any of that was happening okay. but my thing about the autoplay trailers is they're loud as fuck Turn them down. They're louder than the actual movie is. Like, I'll go, and even while I'm strolling, if I sit on something too long, it goes, and now, welcome (laughs) to the theater. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what's happening? Like, this is stupid. Like, turn it down or turn it off.
0: Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to, like, keep the movies quiet when we're watching a movie upstairs and one of those stupid trailers comes on? I'm like, the Mm -hmm. goddamn kids are going to wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Music's in your face and someone's screaming at me. Yeah. Anyway, oh, well, I'm going to Google how to turn that off. Stay, mm-hmm. stay tuned for that
1: one. Yeah, let me let us know um, how that goes. Yeah, I
0: will. Uh, anything else to say about just what worked or what didn't that maybe we missed?
1: Um, no, I, th- I think it's a f- like as a final rundown of the movie. Um, I think that it's a very fun movie. For me, It was, I was telling Doug, it was very lighthearted. It was a good pick-me-up. Mm-hmm. Um, very good pick-me-up after the week. Um, a very good, something just to pass the time as well. If you just want something to watch something that you don't really, really have to pay attention to, but you know, still a good film. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's good. You know, it's good. I don't want people to overthink and be like, no, this is a, this is a, it's an Oscar award winning movie comedy. No, No, it's not. I don't think it's meant to be that it's a fun film. It's very good. Um, what's one of the things that don't work for me and this is just a personal thing. Um, his voice, God, his voice is—it yeah. can get annoying after a while. And I was just like, "Oof, God!"
0: It's but... really like, so one of the things I watched him—he was on Silicon Valley, and uh-huh. Brittany and I just got done streaming all of Silicon Valley. Um, and his voice is like that all the time, mm-hmm. and even on his stand-up CD, I think that's just how his voice is. Yeah. Um, but it is kind of nails on a chalkboardy. Oh. Um, he is going—he is cast in the Eternals, so I'm curious to see if his. He is voice, cast Yep, he's cast the Eternals. Um, and by the way, he got super yoked for that. Like He, he got, did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. I saw that so
1: picture. I saw the before think, and after.
0: Yeah, I think so jacked at one point in time, he was the – I saw like a news article – this is going to sound like I read Playboy for the articles. What I'm about to say, but what I'm saying is, is there was a I saw something on like Twitter that he was trending as like the gay icon on Pornhub or something like that because of how in shape he got. <laughs> That's so like,
1: random. Yeah,
0: very very random. I realized very very random, and I realized that I've dug myself a hole here that I may not come out of.
1: I think um, it's fine. I just think that more. What was more random was the trending. The, t- the title yes. was trending. That, yeah, it was
0: just really really random. But um. But yeah, so I think that that's kind of a um, – I hope that – I'm kind of curious to see if he'll have that still that high-pitched sort of like whiny, crackly voice for the
1: Eternals. He has doesn't. to. He has to. Yeah. I don't think there's a way to change that. Maybe you don't give him as many – as much because speaking parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of so. standing there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree with you. It's fun. It's lighthearted. Don't overthink it. It's something that I think that you don't have to be in a relationship to watch and appreciate. Like, I think the, the humor is not directly tied to the romance aspect of it. So I think that it's a good, you could watch it with like a, a significant other, whatever that is, but you don't have to. Like, I think it works by itself. Um, I think there's plenty that guys could enjoy about the movie, too. I think that that's the other thing is that rom-coms get painted as a... Like I a chick flick type things. And I yeah. think that this is something that I probably enjoy just as much as Brittany did. So I um, thought it was super good. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Just watch it. It's fun. It's lighthearted. It's a good time killer. It'll make you laugh. So definitely would recommend it. Um, on the scale of Mr. and Mrs. Smith to Chasing Amy, I probably get closer to Chasing Amy than I do to Mr. and
1: Mrs. Smith. So yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Yep. Uh, uh, chasing Amy and a half. Um, Pacing Amy and a half yeah. I've yeah, yeah, enjoyed go that one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, good. Um, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, it's pretty really simple. Good. There's nothing more to get into it. They have uh, right. one of the other things I like before we um, get off the topic. They have realistically looking people in this film. Yeah, when she went to go take her shirt off or her clothes and she was changing, she had a realistic body. Yeah, like, and I was like, you know what? This makes it feel a lot more relatable. It's not like yeah. too super. It's not Mister and Mrs. Smith like does Yeah, discussion.
0: fuck Mister <laughs> and Mrs. Smith with That shit.
1: <laughs> here we go brad pitt angelina jolie and all 15 of her kids are going to come kicking your ass um Ross is going to drive them here and the and and the and the scientologists are going to fly their rocket (laughs) or ride their lizard over here too as well so you know we're 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 fucked you know that's how the films in black and white works we give you the snyder cut but also scientologists so you know however you want to take that that's how you take it yeah yeah so it was good though great film go watch it right now Give it a thumbs up, put it in your queue, watch it with your significant other. Nice little date night, pop some popcorn, put some sugar on top, maybe some hot sauce. That's how I get down. But there you go. You put hot sauce on your popcorn? (laughs) Don't worry about what's going on over here. Um, (laughs) next, (laughs) next topic. Okay. Um,
0: next week we are going to be back with a news episode, um, coming to you live next week, Friday. Um, but before we do that, I have an ask. So for those of you who are listening, for those of you who have friends, please, please, please consider inviting them into this space with us. Um, I think here's my call to action. I want everybody who listens to this episode to recommend it to one friend. Um, I think that this is a great opportunity. Marcus and I love what we're doing. We love this. And we always tell you this. We are going to continue to do this podcast, whether there's 50,000 people listening or whether there's five people listening. Um, I will still do it cause we enjoy doing it. Um, but we do want to make sure that we deliver what people want and we give the consumer what they'd like to hear. So recommend it to your friends. If you have feedback, like genuinely get it to us, like find our personal pages on Facebook, text us, tweet us, do whatever you got to do, but just get us that so that way we can improve it. Cause we want to make sure that with this is enjoyable and entertaining um, we think it's entertaining but we get it that's that's me i'm a little weird but um yeah yep leave a comment subscribe tell your friends just do something to get the word out about this podcast because um, we really really enjoy doing it
1: 12 episodes in ain't no stopping now
0: nope we're gonna do to 112 sure whatever i don't know oh, it'll go quick I'm sure it'll go quick. Till we
1: run out of movie sequels. <laughs> and we're fucked. <laughs> we right. don't know what to do. And it's
0: going to be like, oh, shit, what do we do now? <laughs> just, look, just, just throw Return of the Podcast again. We'll yeah, there you go.
1: For the fifth time. <laughs> if you wouldn't return enough the third time, wait. Return of the Podcast, part 12. Yeah, there you go. Related.
0: Cool. All right, Marcus, anything you want to say to the people before we sign off?
1: Well, no, keep your head up. Wash your hands. Watch your ass. Watch your ass and wash your ass. Um, Love somebody Show some love to somebody today Um, Check in on some people uh, If you haven't done it in a while And I love y'all Oh, put a song out Go stream random Random is out on all Whatever streaming services that you listen to So there you go It's a love song Ooh Yeah, Uh, yeah.
0: stream random Take care of yourselves Take care of your family Um, Do something for someone else this week You know, just do something for someone else um, And just you know, show the love to the people who are around you and make sure they know because life is short and make sure everybody appreci- appreciates it. So cool. Take care of yourselves. We'll be back next week. Peace. Peace out. Fix your shit. I'm going to build a distribution center somewhere else. Use your economic power to influence change because it, when you own so much, people will respond to the green, which is sad. They will respond to making money before they before human lives, which is shitty to say, but it's an unfortunate reality of the system.
1: I just, I feel like their involvement runs too deep politically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As great as that would be that you typically is the thing to hope you because Right now we're living in a moment where if you don't say anything, people will rebel against your company. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but if you do say something, you've kind of played it safe. yeah. Um, and you give some money to a corporation and stuff, but to make like Ben and Jerry's Ben and Jerry's made the best statement, I think for me. Oh yeah. So they in, in big white bold. I don't know what font that was, but like defeat like white supremacy. They said it bold. Some yep. statement. So, and I said that to say some companies are bold about it. Some yep. companies are more vague about it. Yeah, um, I'm not ever mad that you donate money to nope. an organization, nope. but if you could do more, right? Um, blacking out a Spotify playlist and going on Spotify and them having an all black playlist for the day—that's yeah. great, right? But,
0: but it doesn't. I mean, and again, I where do we go from here? Right, and it, all it does is the skeptic in me, like the person who's a little bit cynical, mm-hmm. goes all right. Like, cause you know, that people are going to vote with their dollar. Right. And so right. you saying, I'm going to pledge. And again, the NAACP needs money. These organizations need money to work. So I'm not trying to like bite the hand that feeds them at all. I'm just saying big business should be careful that they're, that, that their that their message comes off as genuine. Otherwise I'm going to be very skeptical yeah. of, of it. And okay. I think, and I said this to Brittany today, I said, I love, I love artists and I love groups who come out and take a statement. It makes me love their art more, but -hmm. it's something about when it's a business, when it's somebody like Amazon, there's just something about it in the back of my head. That's like, I don't know this 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 something about this. feels feels sleazy. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing I'll just say quickly going back to the AMC thing is that they are the biggest movie theater chain in the country. And I think what worries me more about it and the article that I kind of pulled this from is mentions is that, look if, if AMC can't make it like what other what other movie theater company what other movie theater folks are gonna go under business right I mean if because they can't make, what the fuck? right if they can't go if they can't make it who
1: else can um, I'm thinking about the movie theaters like Cinemark and I'm yeah. thinking about like the ones where you can like CineBistro, I don't know if you've ever been to one of those where you can eat inside the movie theater oh, yeah. they're always called something different but right. like Those dollar movies, like dollar movies won't exist anymore necessarily. And those were always like a high commodity too. Um, What it does mean though, is that if the big business model doesn't work, Mm -hmm. and this is a shout out to Vermillion
0: theaters and an opportunity for them, if Cinemark and AMC can't get it done, they should look at this as an opportunity to swoop in and say, not only do you not have to drive to Sioux City or Sioux Falls or Yankton to see a movie because Mm -hmm. they've gone out of business. Now you can come and see a theater, a a movie theater at home
1: damn you're absolute, and you better give motherfucking vermilion theaters the money so they can add more screens and add more rooms and expand their building yep. because they got a bigger community to serve the Community's getting bigger and bigger right. and two theaters ain't gonna hold people no more right you know I and mean? so right. support your local theaters this is very Absolutely. important right I mean, damn, i forgot the one in yankton was an amc inside the mall right yep. damn there's done yep they're gonna i mean if they go out of business and they can't make it
0: suddenly people who are driving out to yankton because it was a bigger theater mm-hmm. they're going to be pushed into vermilion and they those will start to catch on so start building that habit now and and start sorting the support in your local theater because you yeah. it's you're gonna have to whether you want to or not
1: in a shout minute vermilion shout out to the to the coyote twin theater yeah shout
0: out to vermilion theaters keep doing what you're doing Damn
1: right.
0: um that's all that i have
1: for movie news what else you got anything that's all i got listen listen y'all there's a lot going on in the world. Okay. There is. Make sure you it is okay to distract and enjoy yourself and still be about the shits when it's time to be about the shits. Okay. Exactly. I don't want you to think we're coming up here, we too lighthearted about shit. No, because we, we think about I think about the shit all the time. Doug always is talk we always have conversations about the shit. Okay. You can do both. It is very <laughs> possible to do both. And we need distractions. I couldn't <laughs> unplug from my goddamn phone all day for nothing. Right. Like we enjoy doing this. Right. Hit play. Right play enjoy the sporadic ride because usually we just talk about the points we need to talk about but we just be talking and this is right. usually how our conversations go right
0: and this is just how it is and it's it's good to have a support system and if we can be yeah. that support system for you
1: absolutely great perfect i love absolutely. it absolutely um
0: anybody else you want to
1: any anybody else you want to shout out on this week's episode shout out my mama okay um, shout out my daddy you know what i mean without them i wouldn't yeah. be here uh well, shout out! I'm writing a a web series. I moment. thought you
0: were saying you were writing a book, and I no, was. No,
1: I wasn't no. going to be skeptical of you writing a book,
0: but I was very curious about the topic.
1: I was no, I'm not. I'm writing a web series. Um, okay. I'm writing a web series. I am also introducing my third and final podcast. Follow the Mantra is coming back. Okay. Um, so, the radio. It's a music podcast, so that one is music oriented. So interviews. This one, uh, Films in Black and White, interviews, as well as Follow the Mantra. All of the things I'm interested in, I'm going to have a yeah. podcast about you. That's can, awesome. If you love my voice. And like, in like a buried man, a little type of way. Like, this is your shit. I think more people
0: listen to your yeah. voice than like my nasally. No, mine is, I'm, I'm <laughs> actually annoyed
1: with my voice. So I think... I think yeah whatever but no um shout out shout out to um my supportive community around me i can't name everyone obviously because there's so Mm -hmm. many people but shout out to my supportive community around me um shout out to those that have stood up and said something and stood and standing with me um standing Mm -hmm. with people that look like me in my community shout out to y'all i love you all i don't get back to y'all on facebook and all that stuff because i get overwhelmed i'm not gonna lie Uh, i like doing things but i don't like doing things and then I get, I get overwhelmed, okay? But I do love you all. I appreciate you all. I hope that y'all take care of yourself. I think that's it. Okay.
0: I want to shout out uh, one group of people and then one person individually. Okay. So group of people. Um, I put out a call last week on Facebook Live to at least leave us a five-star rating, um, recommend us to your friends. And I had at least five or six people say, no questions asked, done. And they did it. And that's really, really cool, and I really, really appreciate it. Great. Right. Right. Awesome. Everybody who did that, thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: Keep doing
0: it. Keep doing it. Yeah, I want you to pull that up.
1: Okay. okay. Alright, okay. here we go.
0: Uh, Do you want me to do it again so you can watch?
1: <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Say, say their names. Let's get it.
0: I, okay. I don't have any... I don't remember all their names, but... Okay, shout out to everybody doing that. Because that was... <laughs> like, waiting... <laughs> Uh, because that's really great. So keep doing that. <laughs> this. No. Okay. All right. Fuck. Okay. The last person I want to shout out is, and I, you and I met with her earlier today, we want to shout out Haley Warren. Oh, shout Just out to Haley has not listened to the podcast. We hope that 13. she's decided to listen now because mm-hmm. she maybe might want to take on films in black and white as a pet project as
1: a pet project
0: my and man. consider this episode our official submission to you to make this new pet five project you let us know we're waiting we got faithful five a whole five. The whole, the,
1: five
0: the whole five
1: the whole five the whole five
0: but yeah just and again she's trying to do big things in our community. Um
1: <laughs> trying
0: to make a serious point. Oh, sorry about that. I, I got like echoes. But she's trying to make a difference in her community and I know that she's absolutely. deeply concerned and motivated to do big things. Um and sometimes just getting some public recognition and support of that can be really helpful. So yeah, shout absolutely. out to her for all the things she's doing. Um and again, comes in black and white as a pet project.
1: No, shout out well, to Daily Warren in all honesty and, and yeah, her husband absolutely. and her family and for sure. Good people, good people deserve some recognition sometime. Although they don't Absolutely. ask for it, they they deserve some good recognition. Sometime, In fact,
0: so. the people who don't ask for it probably deserve it more than most. They probably need it more than most, to be honest. Yep. Um, what's our movie next week? You get to pick.
1: Birds of prey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Birds of prey. The emancipation of Harley. Quiz that man. was the most flat delivery after that noise. My it was my like my
0: beep, man. beep, beep, beep,
1: beep. Birds man, hold birds of prey there it is that's much that was much better look at that thank you. thank you i had to put on the sauce yeah we're gonna be watching birds of prey um for those of you that watch this episode and want to keep up with us okay um you can go to your red box it is available in your local red box um you can finally find it on video on demand it's real cheap yep. um yep. 5.99 i think bad. was the last time that i looked not bad at all red box is usually like three dollars two to three dollars two to three dollars so Nice. Um, Watch it with us. When you watch this episode, drop everything you're doing. Watch it with us. Then watch it again. Keep some notes. Uh huh. We're going to come back to you. We're going to hit you over the head with a movie review, as we always do. And we're going to go from there. Yep. That's what we're going to do. We'll do it next
0: week. Same time, same place. Um, In the meantime, take care of yourselves. As always, wash your butt.
1: Wash your ass. Wash
0: your ass. And you know what? And And your hands i think you just need to say that i'll say hands you go with ass because you do it better hey you was wash your head. hands it's important okay. and
1: wash your ass because your ass stinks from time yep. to time and it's important to get in the cracks and but crevices keep, baby it's getting hot it's get, getting yo hot. it has been hot outside it's been like 90 it was like 100 i literally hopped in the car it was 100 degrees yeah i was like what the fuck? and that's all you know what that tells me uh, Gotta go home and wash my ass. I have to. All that sweat and booty juice dripping down that shit. No, go wash your ass. Shit rolls downhill.
0: So does booty juice.
1: And so does sweat in the crack of your ass. Wash your <laughs> hands and wash your ass.
0: Anyway, take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. Wash your ass.
1: And we'll talk to you next week. You better wash your ass, too. I'm gonna be, be, be mad. I'm gonna be mad as hell. <laughs> wash your ass. Um, I thought... One of the things that annoyed me was Lukey, actually the main character. Okay. Um, it, it just felt like more of a nuisance than a connector. I thought he was supposed to be a bridge sure. between Sal's and the community, sure. but I felt like that he was not that. Um, he yeah. had responsibilities. He was ducking and dodging. The, the, the whole thing with his um, baby mama and his, yeah. his, his child, it seemed yeah. like an addition that didn't need to be there. Um he frustrated me throughout because he wouldn't do his job, he was leaving, all that kind of stuff. So for me, I think main Buki as a main character yeah, um, either could have been developed better or I don't know, he was just missing something. Like yeah. he kinda of felt unnecessary at, at a lot of moments.
0: I definitely felt like he was a undeveloped common thread. Yeah. He was definitely something that was there. He, he was almost the person who was leading you around the community to be like, and now I'm going to go here and you're going to see this person. Yes. You have no yeah. relation to the person driving the boat. You have the relationship with the people and the c- yes. scenery. So I agree. I think, especially since the movie centers around the main question mm-hmm. of, especially when the mayor says, listen to me, doctor. And he goes, what? He goes, make sure you do the right thing. Got it. Got him out of here. When that, that moment, I mean, that's setting you up for the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, So I felt like there probably could have been a little bit more ethical development on it. Um, I think, I don't know. Like you said, I think that there was just something missing. I agree with you. I think Rosie Perez played the hell out of this. Um, And I think the casting is something that I loved, but I definitely found, I found that reoccurring relationship a little annoying. Yes. Just a little. I mean, especially since I think that there's so much more to I felt like there could have been more development of their relationship, specifically the fact that Mookie had a son. Mm He didn't didn't quite connect that until, you know, a quarter to a half of the way in. Um, So I just felt like there was some opportunity, some missed opportunity there. But I also recognize that, you know, this movie covers a lot and it can't cover everything. So I'm not upset about it. There being some undeveloped stuff, but overall,
1: um, yeah. 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 Uh, What about you, Doug? Did you have anything bad?
0: To be honest with you, no. Um, I don't think that there's anything... Like like I mentioned, I think there were a couple of points. And I think, like you said, there were a couple of points where I think that there were some missed opportunities. Um, but, I, I mean, I really have a hard time saying anything bad about this particular movie. Um, I think a lot of it really, really worked. Um, it was hard seeing Martin Lawrence um, not... <laughs>
1: acting like a kid. When he <laughs> yeah,
0: acting up. like a kid instead of being... I mean, we watched a movie and we reviewed a movie with him now so it's it's definitely weird to look back on it but um yeah i suppose so i will say this smiley I, i'm curious about the choice to make him mentally um handicapped like to to have that that mental handicap i'm curious about that choice um and i'm curious about that because i i felt like he could have been I don't know. I just, that's just me spitballing. If I had to pick and nitpick at it, I think there were moments where I was like, is this a fair representation of people with a mental, a mental handicap? Um, and are they just doing it to stereotype it or are they doing it because um, it's a fair representation?
1: Well, funny enough, that, that character actually wasn't in the original script. Um, Interesting. great smiley actually was like haggling um, Spike Lee for a role in the yeah. film and then that, that character was created. I would imagine that maybe, and I wanna say this not trying to be offensive, but sure. so much going on, but you see smiling in, in the most simplest form of the world. It's like you're looking at it as a kid. Right. kid. Right. Um, sometimes a kid, a kid will give it to you just as black and white as it is. Right. Sometimes we as, who are supposed to be mentally impaired or whatever the case may be, um, and adults or whatever complicates things right. way more than what it is when sometimes sure. you do need a smiley to at first there were moments smiley gets it he ain't yeah. that he's not that mentally impaired that he um, sure. doesn't get it or miss what's happening and then there's sure. one, he's breaking down the knowledge to you in its most basic and simplest form that people kind of just shoot him off right and, and I think that that, that kind of says a lot so I, I want to feel like if, uh, if I'm stretching then I'm stretching but um, I feel like that that may be a purpose for his character in this film.
0: No, that's a good point. I suppose you can't. It's. I mean, especially with the nature of what's happening, as a from a like a, a story perspective, it's hard to to put a kid in good conscience in that situation. So, I mean, maybe you're right. Like, maybe that's a plot device to say this is pretty simple for everyone to understand you should boycott sales because there should be representation up on that wall. Or, you know, it is that simple to understand how important these two figures are and you need both the Martin and the Malcolm in order to, to really fight, um, fight, fight the oppression and, and to make systemic, substantive change. So I, I don't think you're stretching. I think that's a, that's a good observation, to be honest with you. So,
1: one of, one of my bad things, and it's not long, but the only other thing that I had was I wish that they would have dived into the relationship that Sal had with Mookie's sister.
0: Oh, I'm it, so glad you brought that up.
1: Yeah, it, it, you see the oversexual, you see the sexualization of black women and yeah. the fetish, kind of a fetish ish yes. thing that you hate the black men, but you love our black women. That's yes. kind of right. So I wish that um, maybe I missed it, but I wish they would have got more into it because he tells Mookie, you're like a son to me. But the way he treats her when she when anybody else asks for extra cheese or anybody else asks for anything extra, no, Sal was like absolutely not. Or it's two dollars. Or get out. For her, it was he sat with her while she ate, customized something special. Made her something special. He was
0: like, well, I just want a slice. He goes, no, 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 I'm making you something special.
1: Yes. Yes, yes. And and made it himself. Sat with her. Told her how beautiful her eyes were. How big her eyes were. And you could see it. You could see yeah. it in Sal's eyes, and even Vino, his son, noticed it as well.
0: I was, uncom- like, I was uncomfortable just yeah. observing that scene
1: yeah.
0: of essentially – it was almost – it felt predatory yes. in a sense of this, 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 this white man is basically – I felt like he was trying to take advantage of her, and it just – it felt so
1: – He was real extra sweet on her. And it felt
0: gross. It felt gross, for yeah. lack of a better word. It just yeah. felt gross. So I'm glad you brought that up. That yeah. was I would have liked to see some more development there. But mm-hmm. I do think the points you made of like you see Mookie earlier in the movie, he tries to add cheese. Sal takes it away from him. Mm-hmm. But then the the difference of it being when when Jade comes up, it's I'm making you something special. Your yeah. money's not good here. Yes. And it's just yeah, it was just a weird situation. And then to put Mookie in such a hard spot of you're not coming around here anymore. Like I don't want you here because he picked up on it almost immediately. So yeah. Cool. Hey everybody, gotta take a brief break in the show to plug the local favorite Vermillion Theaters. Now we here at Films in Black and White love Vermilion Theaters, but we want to make sure that you understand all the things that they got going on. So, right now you can rent a mental break from Vermilion Theaters. You pick a movie, a show, a video game, and you can have the auditorium all to yourself for a few hours to just relive the glory days of going to a movie theater for a hundred dollars you and 25 of your friends or family can enjoy a little time away from the world or a little time away from the house depending on how your uh rona season is treating you but check it out look them up um you can just give them a call directly or you can go to verm culture dot org slash rentals for more information well i mean usually this is the point where we talk about the ugly right and we ask the question um is it worth the price of admission or i paid three dollars to watch it for 24 hours amazon um, so is it worth the three dollars to rent is it worth watching um, and then i'll hear your answer and then i actually have a follow-up question for you as well
1: okay um, so for me the ugly um and just kind of add another level to this i think the ugly truth right put on, put on words The other truth is this movie is still so fucking relevant to this day. And you can watch it and you can still see that not much has changed um, in a long time. And the things that we are talking about that kind of now we're getting more change. This has not been a thing that has just happened within the past 10 years. This movie came out in 89. And it lets you know, like, even before that, for them to make this movie, experiences have had to have happened to inspire show the inside living of like these communities and stuff like that. So it's not with you. This movie will always be worth whatever price. I paid the $399 on um YouTube. We watched it together. Had great yeah. conversations off of it and just to see how relevant it was. I think movies like this will always be worth the price of admission, not just because I'm black and it's a black well yeah just because of that because fuck that. Um I'm black and it's a black <laughs> director and it's a black movie and it, it, it represents right. my theory, but um just outside of that it's a good film. It's well written. I think that it's it's you take the time to sit and watch it very much so worth the price of admission
0: yeah i completely agree i think it's absolutely worth the price of admission and i would even say a step further for um if i can speak on behalf of white people for a minute um i don't like to speak for us a lot but i'd like to speak for us in this moment i say this is mandatory viewing to Mm. be honest with you i Mm. think if you consider yourself an ally um and you haven't seen this um i think it puts into the context for the exact point that you made of this isn't just the past 10 years. This has been going on for 30 years. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think if you're going to say, well, I watched Selma and now I get it. I think you have to say you should then turn around and watch do the right thing because it's so fundamentally, like I said, that ability to actually involve the viewer in the community and make them feel invested in its characters and what's happening to everybody I think the power of that and then the payoff at the end. I think it's a mandatory viewing for for most people who are um, interested in this work and looking at sort of the history of this particularly systemic problem. Um, I think there are a litany of un we didn't even begin to scratch the surface I think of some of the things that are present here I think that there's a whole segregationist conversation we yeah. could have about yes. who owns what and because there's this dike there's this conversation through all of it of like that's theirs this is ours we need our space and yes. we need them Pino says we need them to have their space and we need yeah. to be in our space and that segregationist approach of like we don't mix I just think there's a whole there's a whole unscratched surface of this that you could spend a good, the better part of a week really like unpacking all of the things in this particular movie. So again, absolutely worth the price of admission. Great movie, could not say more positive things about it. Here's my question. And it's my follow-up question for you. One of the things that Spike Lee reported when he kind of came after this is he said that several, that he's having this bullshit conversation with people still even to this day, of people who watch the movie and then ask him if he thinks that he felt Mookie did the right thing. And the interesting question that he gets this from is when he talks about it, he goes, it's usually white people that I get the question from. And black people don't even bring it up. They don't even ask. They just say, did Mookie do the right thing? And so I want to ask you from your perspective, is that a question that we should be asking? And two... Thoughts on that whole conversation of the end of the movie centers around Mookie and this fundamental choice that happens in the last 20 minutes, just general thoughts on that question and the notion of, you know, like you said earlier, like when the shit hits the fan, you support your race. Right. Like, so I'm just kind of curious of your thoughts on that particular question.
1: I'm never, should you be asking that, but you have a right to ask whatever question you want to. Um, or- But I feel like the reasoning that you ask that question is because you feel like somebody may have done too much. Yep. Somebody else may have felt like they have not done enough. It goes back to the protesting and the looting and all of that. Like, do you feel like all that is necessary? And the answer is, based off of how we've been treated for so long, Mm -hmm. yes. Burn the motherfucker down. Yep. uh, there's moments that I disagree with, not outside of Mookie, like when they're raiding the cashier, the drawer, the cash drawer. That was yeah. something that I disagreed with because i feel like if I'm gonna burn this shit down. I'm burning all of it down. I'm burning like Fair. all the money included. Like, yeah. but I need to let you know a message. Yeah, Mookie throwing the trash can into the building. I think was the separation of the conversation Sal had prior mm-hmm. of Mookie. I'm gonna change this place into Sal and Sons. And Mookie, you'll always have a place here because I've always considered you a son.
0: Yeah.
1: When when Mookie is standing with them in front of the store after yep. Raheem dies, and he steps down, and it's like there's there was the three of there was the four of them. Then Mookie leaves and grabs the trash can. That is the that is where Mookie was the bridge between the community and Sal's, and he has yep. to pick a side. Yeah. If he to stay with Sal, that would have said a lot about. Mookie's personality, Mookie's character. Yeah. Because fuck this job at the end of the day. I watched for Raheem get killed because, and even Sal had to admit, he Sal tried to point the blame and was like, no, it was bug-eyed, it was bugging out, and bugging out, you know, that yeah. young man came in here solved the problem, but even at the end, when they were throwing the money at each other, Sal looks at him and he's like, so what are you going to do now? Are you going to take care of yourself? And, and, and you could tell that Sal, that once again is that moment of that fight between Sal of like, Sal may not be a complete racist. I don't know how you do that. You may, he may have, he at his moment, right?
0: There is generally no racism light. So no, no, there is no, there's
1: no, <laughs> no giant.
0: Racism. Just a, so, it's it's pizza with just a sprinkle just of just racism, a, a sprinkle a, a little bit, a dust, a fine mist yeah. of racism.
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't work. Like that. Um, but uh, you see that there's this moment where he genuinely does care about Mookie. Yep. Um, and so did bookie do the right thing yes Mookie did the right thing in my eyes because i have this challenge of i feel like there's this moment where because i do so much at the university i'm going to have yeah. between my identity and the yep. university yep. if something happened at the university where it was it affected my identity or the people in my community and yeah. I'm still going out there hosting games and all of this other shit and, mm-hmm. and, and being this cheerleader for the university and telling people, no, university, it's time to pull the fucking rocks and my people are hurting. Then that puts me almost in this coonish, like, oh, I don't give a fuck about my people because of right. this spotlight that the university gave me. No, fuck that. If it boils down, if it ever came to that, my decision is clear. Right. Like, I have to do that because I'm going to have to do the right thing. For my people, and for me, and for my own morals and values, right. So.
0: And I think even in a sense it did, right. I mean, if we if we flash backward, and I don't want to talk about work because fuck work this is a podcast. Um, if if we want to talk and flash backwards a little bit, like it did happen. I mean, if you if you think a little bit, and it happened in a very uh, a very sort of okay way of like, and, and this is just from my perspective, observing you and others. Is you were a prominent voice dealing with the strollers fallout, which we all seem to have forgotten about after because of the COVID. Right. That happened. Like, and it was like you—you definitely stepped into like, no, no, no. I use my voice because my people are hurting, and this is bullshit. Right is, and this phrase is ingrained in my memory. Right is right, and wrong is wrong. Yeah. And I, and that's just that's the way I looked at it. So I think I agree with you. Um, I think my perspective of it's a bullshit question to ask. Um, I think, like you said, I think people are asking it because, well, was it okay for it? Was it the right thing to throw the trash can knowing that it was going to result in Sal's being burned down? Sal's was a symbol of oppression. Um, you have a si you have a, an entire wall of white guys act watching predominantly uh, people of color eat food. If that isn't a, your, your supervisor and your, surveyor is, is watching everything that you do that that symbolism is very very clear it had to be burned down based on what happened because regardless of sal's intentions like you said it's hard to have racism light but regardless of his well intentionality his actions and his catalyst you resulted work. in the death again yeah. of yes. an of a, of a young black man um at the hands of the police um because it got escalated to that point when it could have been a get out or I'm calling the cops and everybody would have scattered it was it there were there were 300 different ways you could have handled that situation with radio Rahim um, it you didn't have to whip out your bat and just get so frustrated but I think like it the theme of the movie I think the heat got to everybody but that's what happens when you let the heat get to you is you you got to be really careful and conscious of it so I there's no question to me he absolutely did the right thing he had to stand with his people and he had to stand with the representation that he felt was in his own identity, which is the most important thing. So throwing the trash can, whatever happens, he needed to be able to express himself. And the best way you can do that is fuck this place. Like, I'm, all, I'm out. So,
1: Absolutely. And still went to go get his money and salvation. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, everybody has a boiling point, right? Yep. I think that's the point of this, right? Individual yeah. as a community, whatever. Everybody sure. has a boiling point. At what point is it? Do you stand beyond um, your role in something, and that you just right. stand for something, and that you I hate to do this fucking thing? But that you just do the do the right thing. Right. It wasn't. A, it, it's it's about doing the right thing, not doing yeah. the comfortable thing. And we right. have to get out of that fucking mindset of I'm only going to do what's comfortable, or I'm only going to type on Facebook. And not really pick a side or whatever the case may be. Like, sometimes you're going to have to pick a a side and determine that right is right and wrong is wrong.
0: Right. And -hmm. you're going to have to determine which side of history you want to be on. Absolutely. And I can't make that decision for you. And I think for the average well-intended white person, I'm not going to judge you for picking comfort. But I am going to make note of it.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I'm making one of the things for me in my identity with everything going on. I've been making notes. Yeah. I make notes of of everything, um, of uh-huh. people, uh, and the words that they choose. Because mm-hmm. although you may not directly say "all lives matter," when you say "one race is," we have one race, and that's the human race. That's the same damn thing. It's it's so many different variations that I watch and I look and I notice and, and, yeah. and I keep it and. I, I It'll come a time when my little book will come back up and I will look at my book and say, no, you weren't there to ride when it was time to ride.
0: Yep, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Any final thoughts on the movie before we close out the review?
1: No, I suggest everybody go watch it. Pay the three yeah. million not doing nothing this weekend. Watch yeah. it on YouTube. Watch it with the family. Um,
0: I think even Apple the last weekend, it's a part of Apple like will roll out, like you can rent a free movie from them. So... I was busy over the weekend, so I didn't get a chance to rent it. But, I mean, just watch for times where this comes up. Um, I think one of the benefits, the unintended benefits of the bullshit that's happening from a a race perspective in our country is that we are getting some of these movies available to watch for free. And I think people need to take advantage of the educational opportunity. Because, like I said, I think this is mandatory viewing for most folk to, to kind of get the historical context of everything. So
1: I wanted to do start doing better at being better at this. So um, we have this was the movie that we watched is Do the Right Thing, directed by Spike Lee. You can stream it through Voodoo, YouTube, Amazon Prime Video, Google Play movies and T V and iTunes for only three ninety nine. So yeah, go ahead, I wanna start doing better at directing people yes. towards where it is that we're watching things in case that you wanna watch it and spark the conversation with us.
0: For sure. Yeah. And participate. Let us know, like, are there things that we didn't notice? Um, check it. I mean, we're on Facebook films in black and white on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Um, just, just, just tag us of you watching the movie. And then if there's a question maybe we missed, um, we can start off our next episode, maybe covering some of those questions or things that maybe we missed. So, um, Marcus and I are pretty active, um, social media wise. So, well, he is, I'm getting better. Um, Finally,
1: finally.
0: Yeah, trying to get, I don't look like a Russian bot anymore. It was a um,
1: great picture of Harper today eating the mashed potatoes. And yeah, like, I'm trying. Fire.
0: Co- coming up. But yeah. we'll engage with you and have this conversation too because we want we want this to be more of a community thing anyway. So um, let us know what you think. Marcus, okay. before we close out the day and before we give our weekly reminder, anything you want to plug or anything that you want to talk about that you've got coming up?
1: Um, I can say it now. Max is on the way i got to have my way, so that's going to be so much fucking fun. We're actually recording that while I'm down here. Um, cool. Oh, I'm kind of going on a business trip on the second half of the trip when I get to North Carolina. Um, but that's that's always fun. I do want to say, um, arrest Breonna Taylor's mur- murderers. Um, yep. I do want to say, rest in peace to George Floyd, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor, rest in peace to Ahmaud Arbery um black lives still matter even though you may not be hearing it on your timeline or whatever the case may be but you best believe you're gonna hear here from my mouth so um yeah I, th- I think that that's that's pretty much it Doug. i think that's all right um i can't really think of nothing else okay
0: cool uh here's what i have um practice what you preach you don't you don't get to for the most part and this is semi-work related but people don't get to pick and choose when you decide and it's very relevant when you do the right thing um and just like i'm going to notice when people say do say something and how they say it and the way in which they choose to say it i'm also going to probably more than likely notice when someone says it's really important to treat people well i'm going to notice when you start treating people like shit especially if it's going to be me. so um my thought on all of this is just just you you don't get to pick and choose. You are, I, I know we're films in black and white um, and I understand life is more areas of gray, but to, to take one from Marcus's book, right is right and wrong is wrong and there's really no dressing it up or calling it anything different. Um, and so I would also like to echo the sentiment of black lives still matter um, and it's unfortunate that they haven't mattered um, and I hope that, that the change that's started to come and the protests that have been happening, I hope we get to a place where we can start to get to some points of healing. Um, I'm committed to trying to make myself better and to educate and to read. Um, I've been trying to do the same. I bought some, it sounds weird, is this a method to fight racism, but I bought some books for Harrison um, that talk about representation and identity and doing the best for others. There's a really good one called um, I think it's like Bri- Brianna's Kitchen or something like that, and it's about this girl can't eat, and it's a kid's book about how the other girl feels bad that the girl she plays with can't eat. Doing the right thing. I'm just trying to start where I can about looking out for people wherever we can. So just do what you can with what you have, with where you're at. That was
1: fire, That was good.
0: <laughs> so, um, oh, as always, yes.
1: Wait, this is what I got. Um, okay. that, was, that was absolutely fire. I that was absolutely fire. Um, keep an eye out on our social media channels. Okay, follow us on Facebook, Films in Black and White. Follow us on Instagram, Films in Black and White, because we do drop content weekly. Sometimes oh, yeah. I mean, I'll be late on shit because videos don't upload. Wi-Fi, be you know what I mean? I'll be out of town and shit like that. But YouTube sucks. We'll upload. <laughs> we still are going to upload. Um, Doug has started a fantastic Saturday series with his wife, um, um, Brittany who you know, shout out to goddamn Britney because she's um, but they have we have our snack time series on Saturdays where you'll get various recipes for watching your movies. They did a great Asian popcorn that I think a lot of people actually tried out, and it's good. Did. Um, so if there's recipes you want us to go ahead and post on the page, let us know that. We will have weekly reminders of what's coming up on the podcast. videos right. will drop Monday. Podcasts usually drop on Friday. I, keep an eye out on the page. We also do on Sundays, News You Missed. So if there's anything that we didn't cover that you felt like we should have covered, go to our story, and it's like a newspaper of various news, comic, pop culture, yep. movies, all of that good stuff, okay? So, Go sure. here. We ask questions. Ask the questions. We're going to interact with you. And more,
0: and more importantly, sign on for the movement. Like, if you subscribe, if you if you like, you comment, like, you're committed to where this is going. And let me tell you, there's nowhere this is going but up. Um, this is going to be a big thing, and wouldn't you like to be the guy at the end of the day that says, I remember back in the day when they were just recording in a basement, where they had to do their shit via Zoom. You know, we all remember that that band is like, oh, I remember when I saw Kanye West play a small venue in Chicago. Like, mm-hmm. do you want to be that guy? Or do yeah. you want to be the guy that's like, oh, now that he's big, I like him.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. That guy fucking sucks. And you know what else about that guy? That guy doesn't okay. wash his fucking ass.
0: Absolutely mm-hmm. not. He lets that all that crust and dirt and fungus that, build up. That's and-
1: nasty. That person, oh. that person does not, because I'm not going to make it a guy thing. That person oh. does not wash their ass. Okay? Just wash your ass. It's that's not it. hard.
0: It's not washing your ass is right, not washing is wrong. It's plain, plain and simple, it's easy to do. If
1: you use Old Spice, I don't give a fuck if you use Dove soap, I don't give a fuck if you use what's some other soap out there? You can use the generic great value goddamn soap, yeah. just wash your ass,
0: body wash, bar of soap, it doesn't matter. Get a lo- loofah, washcloth, don't use your hand, just wash your ass. It's not hard, just do it. It's very hand. easy.
1: Run the soap down the crack of your ass, and <laughs> wash.
0: I'm going to try and get cracked to your ass as a ringtone just to see what people do but, I'm
1: cracking, I'm cracking your ass.
0: Yeah. but anyway yes wash your ass not hard information as always thank you for joining us for films in black and white um, like subscribe leave a comment um, and we will catch you all next week when we break down the next movie in our more than a movie series um, and we'll go from there but stay healthy stay happy um, we'll we'll you next week. peace peace Films in Black and White is produced, directed, and created by Marcus Destin and Doug Wagner. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. This week reviewed Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. We'll be coming back next week with another installment in our More Than a Movie series. Like, subscribe, and comment wherever you get Films in Black and White. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Films in Black and White. We will see you all next week.